These are extra breaths, coming to you straight from the lungs of Kirsty. In episode 2 of Straight From The Lungs, Kirsty spoke about having to deal with not one, but two of her children being diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. Here's more from her. There was no family history at all of CF on either side. Pregnancy with Jacoby was a normal pregnancy. When he was born, he was taken to NICU because he wasn't breathing when he was born, basically. But I had an emergency cesarean section and it was thought that it's a quite common thing that he'd swallowed fluid when he was born. And he stayed on NICU for 10 days, which was hard because it was his first Christmas because he's born on the 15th of December and he came home on Boxing Day. At the time, he had sepsis on his lungs because of the fluid that he swallowed. Now, at the time, obviously, I didn't know that he had CF. If I had have known, I think I'd have been even more worried, obviously, to do with the lungs and things like that. But he was discharged on Boxing Day. And then it was about, I think, two weeks later that we got the phone call saying that his heel prick test had come back, shown markers for cystic fibrosis. And that was on the Friday. And we went into the hospital on the Monday, discussed everything that was going on. The doctor explained it to us. He said, he's got cystic fibrosis. This is the medication that he's going to be taking. This is potentially what he's going to be facing health-wise, the challenges that he'll face and things like that broke down all the the rundown of what we needed to be doing as parents for him. But he did follow up this conversation with a but. And he said, but it's not all bad. And I sort of went, what what do you mean? And he said, he explained to us about the gene types that Kobe is. And he carries G551D and Delta F508. And he said, but there's been this new medication that's been developed called Calideco. Um, And he explained to me that it was the first medication of its type that targets the gene rather than the effects of the gene. And he said that it goes to the gene and tells it to stop working instead of the gene sending out these signals that cause the mucus to be thicker and things like that and everything else. The way that he explained it was that, yes, he has got CF. Yes, he's going to have a lot of challenges ahead of him and he's going to have to take medication for the rest of his life but you do have this available to you and he was actually quite excited because Jacoby was the first baby to be born at Chesterfield Hospital with G551D so he was quite excited to see Jacoby's journey and how it developed over the years. He gave me a lot of hope to be honest and obviously I did Google but I didn't learn about all these amazing medicines that have been developed over the recent years and treatments and things like that that have been developed that are combating CF and that are helping people to stay healthier and the doctor said to me he said the thing that a lot of people don't know is that there are medicines being developed all the time every single day there's medicines being worked on and developed I've never come into contact with anything like that myself and I thought wow that's amazing and he said you know compared to where we were 20 30 40 years ago he said life is completely different now for people with CF the treatments and medicines that are available have advanced so much I'm so grateful for all of these modern advances because it's allowing my children to live, I suppose, a more normal, 
healthier life and it's helping them have a normal lifestyle without having to worry as much as we would have had to before all of these advances. Things like the nebulizer as well that Kobe uses, he now uses an INEB, which before he was using a bigger nebulizer. Having the INEB has given us so much more freedom as a family because he can do it in the car, which comes in handy if we're running late for school, which happens. <laughs> as a family, we're not very good at timekeeping. So it's great for that if we can just hop in the car or if we're going away on a day trip somewhere, knowing that we can do that in the car or we can take it along with us and do it wherever it's so much easier and it allows us to live the life that we want to live just things like that that we're grateful of that mean that we don't have to sit in the house for doing his nebulizer we don't have to come back home for him to do it sort of thing and I think it's all these things that are coupled together that mean that we can have the freedom if you like to live the life that we want to live and Kobe can he can go on day trips with school or he can go to the seaside for the day or we can just have spontaneous trips away somewhere and we don't have to think oh no we've got to plan around this I mean we do plan our days not around it as much but we just take precautions obviously to make sure that we're prepared should we need anything that we've got it all with us but we've got the option to do that and we're very grateful of being able to do that. Because cystic fibrosis is genetic Kirsty and her husband Matt knew when they decided to have Willow that there was the risk of her also having CF. Although embryo screening could have removed that risk, not everybody is comfortable with that option. And I think it's a very, very personal decision and it's dependent on so many factors for different people, whether you've got children already, you know, what your life looks like right now, your situation, everything. There's so many factors to take into account and I would never judge anybody for what their decisions would be because they've made that decision for a reason. But for us, we looked at having PGD, which is where you have IVF and then they take the embryos and test the embryos and they put back in the embryos that don't have CF. We talked about this. We said that it wasn't for us because personally I said, yeah, but the embryos that are then destroyed said that's Jacoby. That's our son. That could be our son or our daughter that we are destroying. I can't, I know there are only embryos as some people would say that the embryos that are getting destroyed they're me and they're my husband and I couldn't I couldn't do that it's like saying to Jacoby oh yeah we've thrown one of you in the dustbin because we've decided to go with one that's not like you and I couldn't do that myself but that's not to say that I don't agree with people who do take that path I can understand that but in our position because Jacoby carries G551D and we do have Calideco available I think in the broad spectrum of the CF world and the CF community I think we are very fortunate that we do have Calideco available to us. And it's one of the reasons that I have campaigned in the past for the new medications to be made available, because I think it, it will make a lot of difference, not only to people who have CF now, but to future people who have CF, you know, for babies that are born and for families that people that are wanting to make their families bigger. And I think it will make differences to them like Calideco did to us. It is a huge responsibility, I think. And I've spoken to people who have done PGD. I think they were 100% right in their choices that they made. I've spoken to people who had 100% natural pregnancies like myself. And I 
agree 100% with their choices. And I've spoken to people who have had testing during their pregnancy to see whether or not the child carries CF. And I agree with them too. And I think it's so personal that it's not anybody else's place to judge. But for us with the um, CVS testing also, um, we decided against that because of the miscarriage risk, because we had lost a child in the past. I said that I wouldn't forgive myself if it's very small risk but even if we did lose the baby I would never forgive myself for taking that choice and possibly being a factor in that happening so for us it wasn't an option for us just for our choices really but I do think it's a useful thing for people to have as an option to be tested during pregnancy so that it doesn't come as as much of a shock when the baby's born and then obviously diagnosed the way that I tried to go through my second pregnancy with Willow was that I tried to tell myself that she does have CF and then if she didn't okay great but then if she was diagnosed I was like yep okay cool we're good we got this we did have a sign with Willow that she would have CF because she had a slight ecogenic bowel on one of her scans which can be a sign during the pregnancy it did disappear later on into the pregnancy it went to a normal state if you like so the doctor said oh no it's gone now it was probably just something nothing but in my head I said no that that's a sign for me that she has got CF and I'm going to brace myself for this because with Jacoby I feel like I did lose a good couple of months where I can't really remember what was going on and I suppose it was almost like a stage of mourning with Jacoby because I was in shock we were all in shock and obviously having a newborn is hard anyway and you have all these hormones rushing around and things like that and breastfeeding but I do feel like there was a a time when we had Jacoby that I can't really remember much of because it was all just a bit of a haze and a bit of a fog because we were in shock and we were trying to get used to everything. Whereas with Willow, I was prepared, but it was still a shock. I prepared myself, I think, as much as I could, but it was still really hard and it still hit me like a ton of bricks when she was diagnosed and I wasn't prepared for that. I think I thought, right, no, I'm good, I'm prepared, I've got this. And in reality, I wasn't. And it did still hit me really hard. But we picked ourselves up a lot quicker. We knew that we were okay giving medication. We weren't worried about hurting her and things like that. With Jacoby, we were. We was like, oh God, what if we give it him wrong? Or, you know, it's, it's a big responsibility. Whereas with Willow, we thought, no, we're okay, we can do this. We got the reassurance. For me, obviously with Jacoby and Willow being younger, I think, how will they manage work? How will they manage prescriptions and paying for prescriptions how will work happen if they get poorly with hospital how do you go about when you go on holiday things like that a lot of people with younger kids with cf really want to hear but it's sort of things that you don't want to ask but hearing other people that have got cf and hearing about their lives answers those questions for you even on days where they have been quite poorly they still want to watch tv they still want to play their favorite games It's not that they're just sitting there going, I have CF, I have CF. They're still children. They're still people. They still have personalities. And that's the important bit. And that's the bit that matters. That, I think, subsides the guilt. Sometimes the guilt does rear its head in me. And I think, I'm sorry. I wish I could take it away. But then on other days, I think, but they wouldn't be them without their CF. Because it is a part of them. And it's made them who they are. And they are resilient, strong little people. And part of that is because of their CF, because they are tough and they are strong. And it makes me super proud when we go for appointments and things and they have blood tests. And I don't know how, but they don't even flinch. 
they don't flinch at all. They'll chat away to the nurses and they'll just say, oh, how? And carry on playing. And I just think, wow, they amaze me every single day. Willow's favourite pastime is to draw on the walls at the moment. She keeps stealing pencils and pens from her sister's bedroom and draw on the walls. So that's nothing to do with CF. So that's a bad day. And I've just repainted the living room and she's decided to draw on the walls. She's just naughty, just naughty, you know, and they're just the same as other children their age. And I think I got hung up on that they might not be and what would happen if they weren't and how would they going to be different? And they're not. They play with my nieces and nephews a lot, their cousins, and they're so similar and CF doesn't even factor into it. They just play and argue and run around and shout just like everyone else does. And they are really good friends as well. They get on quite well. So there is support for her. And same with their big sisters. And obviously they don't have CF but they are fantastic big sisters to both of them. They're so supportive. They'll sit and when we're doing pet masks and things, they'll sit with us. And when they were younger, when they were doing the pet masks, we used to sit on a big gym ball, bouncing up and down. And Madison and Lucy, their big sisters, would sit and sing nursery rhymes to them and sign nursery rhymes and things like that, just to try and keep their focus somewhere else away from the fact that they were doing their pet masks and they didn't want to do them when they were smaller. Like when Willow was like six months or so, they'd try and focus her attention away and it goes for when COVID first started nebulizers and things like that they were so supportive then and in all aspects really if they're doing something that could be made more fun they will try and make it more fun for them they help out with the breathing exercises and blowing games and things like that that we do they try to be involved they're super supportive ultimately I think it's made them all a lot closer we have had to hold them back a couple of occasions when my eldest has said, shall I just get the medication out for this morning, Mom? No, Madison, no, thank you. I'll do that. That's an adult job. <laughs> you have to draw the line somewhere. But they do really try and help. And I think having that support there from their siblings, be it Jacoby with Willow or their older siblings with them, I think it it's helped them a lot. And ultimately that helps us out as well. So I think we're very fortunate to have that. Sometimes I think they're being a bit too mature about a situation and I want them to calm down and just be kids for a little bit. So we try and make sure that they do get to be kids all the time, just like everybody else does. But I think there's some things that we can't shield them from. Like obviously, if Kobe and Willow are poorly and they've got extra appointments and things like that, fortunately, we haven't had any admissions into hospital or anything like that so we're very fortunate in that aspect but there has been extra appointments and you know extra treatments and we've had to make certain allowances when they have been poorly and it makes me feel sad for them that they have to wait and that they have to be patient and things like that so we do try and make sure that when everybody's having good days now for instance they're all bowling with their dad we play lots of games and they play outside quite a lot and things like that and I do try and give them time just us and them or just me and them so they've got their time too I consciously try and take just them two out somewhere so they're getting their time as well because I I do think that's important I don't want them to think you know that they're not as important because they don't need any extra treatments or medication or anything like that I don't want them to think they're not as important it's just that they're different and their needs are different but I don't want them to feel pushed back in any way and I think that's hard to get that balance right I suppose there's no way to know if you've got the balance right as a parent I think everybody's like that though when you've got two or more children, you think, oh, is my time split right between are they all getting enough attention? I think CF just brings a different aspect into it that makes it a bit more complex. 
Diagnosis is episode two of Straight From The Lungs, which you can listen to at our website, lungspodcast.co.uk.